It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. We are live on YouTube streaming and very excited about the opportunity to come into your living room or your office and talk about the pros and cons of franchising. Uh, If you've never watched or listened to the Franchise Academy, this is everything you ever wanted to know about franchising. It's a foundation from how to pick a franchise all the way to how to sell your franchise and how to even turn your business into a franchise. So everything you ever wanted to know. If you have any questions about franchising, please feel free to email me at tom at thefranchiseacademy.com. If you have any suggestions for episodes that you'd like to hear, please send them in. I'm always looking for great, great ideas. And if you know anybody that should be on the podcast, please send that in as well. And when you get a chance, check out my new podcast, The Franchise Front Runner, which is profiling short interviews of franchise owners and how they got to where they are in their franchise brands. So I'm excited today because I have Lou DeFrancisco with me. Lou is out of Exponential Fitness, and it's, it's so interesting. He's the president of Stretch Lab. Stretch Lab is a boutique wellness franchise, and it offers one-on-one assisted stretching and also group stretching. And so Lou has more than 15 years in sales and marketing operations, senior leadership roles. And this stretch lab thing is kind of taken off like a rocket ship. About a year ago, I went out and visited with Lou and the team over at Stretch Lab and Exponential Fitness because I had to see what the heck this thing was all about. It didn't really make sense at the beginning. And then I got stretched out and I was like, I had energy. It was the weirdest thing. I want to invite Lou. Welcome, Lou. How are you? Doing great, Tom. How you doing? I am fantastic. So great to have you on. So what's Stretch Lab? To get, give me your, your synopsis. Great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, Stretch Lab is a fantastic concept. It's, it's in this boutique fitness world, but also, like you said, it's, it's in this wellness world, too. It kind of straddles both. We do one-on-one assisted stretching as well as offering a group stretch opportunity for the consumer. And the cool part about Stretch Lab is that our consumers span all ages, all backgrounds, all ability levels. Um, We're talking as young as eight, nine, 10 year old athletes, all the way up to 80 and 90 year old and everyone in between. So it's a really cool concept because we are a part of this exponential fitness family, as you said, and we get to be complimentary and offer this complimentary service of stretching to all these people that are actively working out and stressing their bodies through all these other workouts. What I love about Stretch Lab is the fact that stretching can actually change your life. So if you remember, we met David Goggins, who's a former Navy SEAL. He came and spoke to a group of us a couple of months ago. And if you read his book called Can't Hurt Me, at the end of the book, he talks about how he thought he was on his deathbed. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. And he just by chance remembered about stretching. Somebody taught him some things when he was in SEAL training. And he started doing his stretching, and it totally healed his body. 
And right. this, once I read that, I was like, oh my goodness, I've been, I've been stretching just about every morning since then. And, it, and it's helped me so much because I have back problems and whatever. So just uh, old motorcycle injuries. But the stretching helps so much. And it gives you energy, which I never was really to be, I was never able to understand that. So this is something that's really happening all over the country. When I first met you, Lou, I think you only had a handful of units, maybe three or five. Well, what's, right. What are you doing now? What are the numbers? Yeah, it, it seems like yesterday, but it was about a year and a half ago when we started franchising, early 2018. And in 2018, we only had about, I think we, had, we opened up five locations by the end of 2018. 2019, we opened up an additional uh, 55 locations in 2019 across the country in all different markets. So that was exciting. We have another 15 to 20 that are in pre-sale right now. So we consider those open as well. So we have, we have about 80 locations right now across the country that are actively operating. So it's exciting um, to be a part of this trend right now. And um, so we've got almost 300 territories sold across the country. And uh, we'll plan to open another 100 this year. Wow. Yes. Wow. So that puts you straight on as the number one stretching concept in the world, I'm pretty sure. You um, are correct. Cool. I love that. So give us a quick snapshot of exponential fitness. What does that mean? The average listener may not understand exponential. Yes. So exponential fitness is our parent company. They own and operate eight boutique fitness brands. They've got the core four, we call them, which is a yoga concept, yoga six, Pilates, club Pilates, um, cycling, cycle bar, and pure bar. The one of the couple of the largest boutique fitness brands in the country in club Pilates and pure bar. So that's what we call our core four. And then we have our emerging four and stretch lab is one of those. We also have row house, uh, stride, and AKT Dance. So those are the other four concepts that we franchise. So the beauty of exponential fitness for anyone that's new into franchising, this isn't normal to have a parent company that owns and operates multiple brands in the same niche industry. There's one or two out there that have done it and done it well. So it's exciting to be a part of this because this has never been done in fitness before. So we get to uh, the cool part, the business side, because I'm a bit of a business geek, is that we, inside the Exponential office, you know, for example, all of the presidents of each of the brands, we get together every Monday morning with Anthony Geisler, who's our CEO at Exponential, and we get to share best practices. We get to talk about, hey, here's what's going on in my brand. Here are the good things, but then here's the things we're struggling with. What have you done to help in this scenario, help with this franchisee, help with this technology issue, something along those lines. And then we get shared resources. So the franchisee benefits from being a part of the Exponential Fitness family because we are investing heavily, not just in the brands, in each of the brands, but also at the Exponential level, we invest heavily in the staffing and the support around technology and real estate and some of the other pieces that don't typically come when you, or you're not thinking about when you're starting your own business. Um, so it's it's fun to be a part of. Yeah, it, it's an amazing thing you got going on. I mean, I was out at the corporate headquarters for Exponential in Irvine, California. They just opened up this facility. They put $5.5 million into the training facility. 
and the corporate office, which is unheard of in franchising. Many times you go to a franchise corporate office and it's a building on the side of a road. Uh, right. You know, it used to be a house and now it's an office and it, it's like weird. This is a whole different level of business and support, which which I, I just think it's great if I'm a new franchise owner. What, what I like about it also, the way Anthony explained it, is that all the concepts essentially set in the same footprint. So right. if something becomes available, you know, right next to a stretch lab, we could put in a cycle bar or we could put in a pure bar or, you know, whatever it might be. And I think that's a brilliant thing that Anthony figured out. Yeah. It's, it's really the, the impetus of creating exponential was um, Anthony had been a part of several different franchise concepts that he started and, and grew. Um, and he wanted to give his franchisees of club Pilates an opportunity down the road to be able to continue to expand the good and the bad side of Club Pilates fast growth is that the existing franchisees didn't necessarily have additional dirt or territories near them that they could buy because they sold a lot of territories pretty fast. So that's the, the bad side of it. So part of the thought process was let me create something which became Exponential Fitness where there's other complementary brands. So my franchisees, because that's our most important thing in franchising is you take care of your franchise partners when they're successful, obviously the, the corporate office is successful. Let's give them an opportunity to grow and expand if they want it. And it's, it may be within that same brand, but it may be outside of a brand, just like you said. And so one of the things we're investing heavily in is, is our real estate team that they sit at the exponential level and they are, they are out on the road meeting with real estate investment trusts, landlords, developers, bring them into our corporate office, showing off our beautiful five and a half million dollar state of the art corporate office. We have almost 200 employees now in across Exponential and all of the brands wow. that, that are here in Irvine that are, are supporting our, our franchise partners. We have almost, uh, what was the number? I believe four, uh, 14 or 1500 locations open across all the Expo brands. Wow. So there's some really cool things happening and we're trying to stay ahead of the curve by finding real estate, partnering with people who are developers and now what we're finding is we're signing leases where, you know, these developments are in construction. They're, they're, they'll be ready in nine months from now, 12 months from now, 18 months from now. And then, you know, along with that goes partnering with, with financial lenders so that we can help our franchise partners find and finance these opportunities. It's fun because the economy is, is growing right now and boutique fitness and wellness is a really big part of that. Way big, very big. I got so much to say. I mean, there's many franchises, concepts that don't even have 200 franchisees, let alone 200 employees at the corporate office supporting franchise owners. That's an amazing little stat in in my franchise mind. How did Exponential recognize that Stretch Lab would be something that could be big? Yeah, good question. It's It's a classic like founder story with Stretch Lab and, and then how Exponential came upon it. So Anthony had this idea, as I said, about creating a company with multiple brands that are all complementary. And, and he had his core four and then his emerging four, he didn't know what those four would be. And he was doing a lot of research, market research on what was out there in the market. And so stretching 
in general was one of those items or niches on his list to check out. And so he checked out a couple of different uh, stretching concepts that were on the market. This is in mid 2017, late 2017. And so he was, he investigated a lot of different concepts and what he was drawn to with stretch lab in particular, and they started out in Venice beach in LA in 2015. So it was the founders were two guys, personal trainer and his client. And, uh, you know, love how, love these classic founder stories, trainer trains his client at the end of each training session, he stretches him out five to 10 minutes at the end of every session, uh, a manual stretch. And the story goes, the client didn't feel like working out, wasn't up for it that day. I was like, yeah, I, I just feel so good when you stretch me out. Would you actually mind stretching me for the hour instead of working out? And the trainer was like, well, sure, if you really want me to, um, but you know, I still have to charge you for it. And so they did that, ended up doing that a couple of times. Long story short, they loved it. He felt great. And, and they're like, you know what? I think we're onto something here. They both lived in Venice Beach. So they're a part of that community. And they opened up, a, they found a small studio space and found a couple people to come in where they could train them how to deliver a manual stretch. And no marketing, no advertising, all word of mouth. It slowly grew in Venice in 2015. They opened up a second location in Santa Monica in 2016. And then they opened up their third location in Beverly Hills in 2017. And they slowly got some PR, and, but never any kind of marketing or sales efforts. It was just all word of mouth. And they were running a successful, what, I, what we call boutique fitness studio. And, and this is what drew Anthony. One, they were successful. So he, they were kind of like test piloted like, are people actually going to pay for this in the market? And the answer was yes, people are paying them to get stretched. Number two, similar to our other boutique fitness concepts, one of the important pieces uh, or components of boutique fitness is you're creating a community. You're, you're creating a sense of community inside a studio and you're bringing in like-minded people to right. work out together. And Stretch Lab does that in a way where it's not, it's not a clinical feel. It's not, you're going behind, you're not going behind closed doors. It's an open air environment in our studios. We have, there's still small studios, 1200, 1300, 1400 square feet, but it's open. There's no walls. It's 10 stretch benches. And then you got your front desk, your retail, your, your waiting area. But the concept of having this open environment where we're playing music, we have our signature scent. We have certain colors on the walls to promote uh, a sense of, like you were saying earlier, we, we don't, it's not spa-like, super quiet, super serene, we want you to fall asleep. Getting a stretch, you're actually doing a little bit of work in that stretch. It's not a workout, but you, you're doing a little bit of work. You're providing a little resistance at different times. And what it does is it gives you energy when you do get up off the bench. And there's also this sense of community when you go in, like a boutique fitness studio where the front desk person, sales associate is greeting you by first name. You're creating a relationship with your flexologist. That's what we call them. And so that's what we loved about Stretch Lab. It, it fit the boutique fitness definition, but then it was complementary to all of these other brands. And so we knew, Anthony knew pretty early on that he needed to have some kind of stretching concept and Stretch Lab ended up being the right one. I absolutely love the concept. There's one here that just opened in Woodbury, Long Island. Um, yes. I haven't had a chance to get to the studio yet, but I'm planning to get up there, get stretched. Yeah, get there. 
For sure. So I know that once you got your hands on this business personally, you kind of looked at all different aspects of the business and enhanced a lot of it. Well, what did you do? Well, what did you look at? What did you enhance? How'd you make things better? Yeah, so we took, the, give the founders all the credit in the world for coming up with this business idea and actually proving it in the market. Yep. Um, but as you know, having uh, someone, a founder, start a business and, and have it be successful in one certain market doesn't mean then it's able to be franchised. You can just take that and just throw it out into any community in the country and, 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 and franchise it. So a couple important things, and, and this is similar to what Exponential did with a lot of our other brands too, which is you look at the branding initially. We, we hire a professional ad agency to come in and do a bunch of homework and, and come up with uh, a redesign of the logo and the interior design of the space. Um, so that was an important piece of the early rebranding, getting it ready for a national launch. Uh, but more importantly, how do we get it ready to franchise? So marketing. Uh, marketing is an incredibly important part of any business. If you don't market, you're not driving leads into your business. You're not educating the community. So we looked at different aspects of marketing and how can we teach our franchise partners how to market Stretch Labs successfully. Um, so there's um, systems that we've put in place around marketing to help the franchise partners be successful in their community, wherever that may be. Um, sales is the next big area that we focused on. And obviously in boutique fitness, I shouldn't say obviously, some people may not realize this, but an important part of the boutique fitness world and this business model is a monthly recurring revenue business model. So we're, create, we're selling monthly memberships. So for the franchise owner, it, it's the benefit because it's uh, recurring revenue and it's uh, a revenue stream you can count on month after month. And you can look ahead to see how much you would expect so you can plan out your marketing, plan out your payroll, et cetera. So how do we sell stretching as a service uh, on a monthly membership basis? Um, so we had some best practices with what Club Pilates was doing and some of our other brands, but we had to tweak it a little bit just because it's a one-on-one -on -one service model primarily. We looked at operations as well. And, and obviously any uh, of the brands that we're rolling out the exponential level, we're investing heavily in technology. And so for Stretch Lab in particular, two things. One is a mobile app. So we're, we have a customized mobile app specifically for Stretch Lab clients so that they can book online and have an online experience trying to make it as easy as possible for the end user. Um, that was not in place. The other piece of technology that's really interesting for Stretch Lab that we invested in was this, um, it's called MAPS technology, M-A-P-S. And for any kind of uh, fitness geeks out there, it's a movement screen technology. So uh, personal trainers for years and years have been doing movement screens. If I'm your trainer, Tom, I'm gonna get you to move your body in a couple different patterns so I could see where your potential limitations or restrictions are. And then that'll help me decide how am I gonna train you? How, what kind of exercises should I give that are corrective exercises? What kind of exercises should I give that are strength and conditioning type exercises? So we have this, uh, imagine a screen like, like your computer screen or your TV screen up on the wall and technology has advanced to a place now where there's a camera system connected to this TV monitor. It uses sonar technology. It's phenomenal. It's, it's awesome. It's amazing how accurate it is. And you stand and do um, an overhead squat. So you put your arms above your head, you do three squats and it gives you a score, a zero to 100 score. More importantly, it shows a body map image 
on the screen and the flexologist reads that and it, and it tells you like, hey, you, ha you have limitation, it puts a red circle around your knee. And it's like, hey, you have a limitation in your left knee um, or your, your upper back, upper traps are tight. So it'll, make, it'll turn these like yellow or red depending on the severity of the issue. So cool part about that is we're bringing technology and a data point into uh, a modality like stretching, which is, I, I compare it to uh, massage or chiropractic or even physical therapy or acupuncture where there isn't hard data out there that those modalities use to, to teach and or translate what we're doing. So it's, it's a phenomenal technology and, and the clients are really loving it. It's so incredible to bring stretching into the 21st century and lighting it up on the screen is just absolutely amazing. Well, what do you think actually draws people to a stretch lab? You know, this is the uh, major opportunity for stretch lab when we think about marketing and the demographics that we attract. And that helps us figure out like, why are they coming to us? So one of the ways that we try to teach people about stretch lab is that we do pop-up events in our communities where we go out and provide a demo stretch, we call it. So that we're actually like, like you said in your intro, you had no idea what stretch lab was all about. We gave you a stretch and you're like, Oh, that was awesome. I feel so much better. We need to do that to more people. So we're going out into the communities, different, all different kinds of events in the community as well as different businesses in the community. So we found that there's a couple different segments of demographics that really love Stretch Lab and are, are great customers. I, I said the, the age limits earlier. So we've got these youth athletes that are, it's like a no brainer in our, um, I've got kids that are in that youth uh, sports world. And what I love about the youth sports world now and all these club sports is that they're doing a really good job of warming up and providing uh, proper uh, warm-ups and, and uh, conditioning prior to jumping into whatever that sport activity is. But where it's still lacking in youth sports is the recovery, the cool down and the recovery. So, you know, for example, my son's 12 and he plays soccer. And after, after practice, he takes his cleats off, throws his slides on, walks over to my car and jumps in and we're on the way home that's it. And that was after he, you know, just got finished doing sprints or laps or just a couple. So I've, I've taught him obviously the value and benefits of stretching, foam rolling, performing active recovery, not only after you're done a workout, but also as a separate function of your overall health and wellness routine. So we've, we've got a lot of youth that it can start as young as eight or nine or 10, all the way through high school and into college the college athletes typically have, like if you're a college athlete, you've got some kind of athletic trainer at your school that's, that's doing a lot of this stuff for you. Um, but when they come home and they're not at college, that's a part of our demographic. But that's one of our smaller demographics, actually. Our, one of our larger demographics, or a couple of our larger demographics are working professionals. So working professionals could, could also be these weekend warriors, we call them. Kind of like me, I, I play soccer on the weekends. And so I know I need to take care of my body during the week so that I don't hurt myself on the weekend and so that I can continue to do something that I love doing. So whether it's working out or if it's riding a bike, playing tennis, playing golf, people that are active and, you know, I'm going to, as I'm saying this, I'm going to improve my posture because what, <laughs> what, what we see is that people come in that are 
in our age bracket where they're at desks all day and they naturally have um, poor posture because they're typing all day or they're sitting all day or they're slouching. So you get tight hamstrings, tight hip flexors, tight traps, so you're not using good posture. We have this, um, we talked about boutique fitness and how the complementary nature that Stretch Lab is to all boutique fitness. One of the surprising demographics that love Stretch Lab are yoga and Pilates fanatics. So that was a surprising one to me because, you know, when you naturally think of yoga and Pilates, especially yoga, you think, oh, there's a lot of stretching involved. But actually those, those modalities um, also incorporate a lot of stre- uh, strength training. And what we found with the yoga and Pilates people is that they love stretch lab because not only does it help them recover, but it also helps improve flexibility and range of motion so that they can then get into these poses easier and hold the poses longer. Um, so that was really cool to see. And then our largest demographic in most communities that we're in are our active seniors. This is 60s, 70s, and then even into the 80s and 90s. But the biggest is the 60 and 70-year-olds. And these, it is. It really is because that's not a typical boutique fitness demographic as well. So what we love about it is we are truly helping them live a longer, healthier life. Our tagline is live long and it's, we're actually helping them and they come in with all kinds of aches, pains, ailments. And it's, it could be where they are. They they do like to hike or bike or play tennis or play golf, or it could be something as as simple as like, Hey, I want to be able to get down on the floor and play with my grandchildren and then be able to get back up. And we we know as we um, continue to educate ourselves around health and wellness in general and our community becomes our communities become more well aware of it. You know, my parents are in their early seventies right now and lucky for me, they are pretty healthy. They eat healthy, they exercise, they move their bodies. And so that's becoming more and more popular, more of a trend and stretching is something that they realize they can add into their routines that actually is going to help them reduce risk of injury for anything that they may do. And that's a big deal for people as they age is because it's so much harder to recover from injuries when, you, when you're older. Um, so people come in for all different reasons and they get to us through all different means and mediums. Obviously we're from a branding perspective and marketing perspective, we're on social media, we're doing digital ads, we're doing direct mail pieces. But the biggest part of bringing people in is educating the community And that's what our franchise partners are doing a great job of right now is getting out into their communities and and making good partnerships, whether it's with other exponential fitness brands, other exponential fitness franchise partners in their community, or it could be for stretch lab. It's the local physical therapist. It's the local chiropractor. It's the local orthopedic surgeon or local doctor because they're going to give us referrals, which is great. I think um, a cool demographic, a good partner for you guys might be um, cryotherapy locations. So I just I'm thinking right. about my son used to uh, manage a couple of cryotherapy locations out here. And it's kind of nouveau, you know, and stretching, I think it's kind of nouveau, even though it's not, you know, having it in a, in a strip mall is, is definitely a new wave. But those folks that are going to cryotherapy are a lot of athletes and, and cryotherapy is, it's an ice bath, but done in three minutes, in my opinion. Right, right. It's an ice bath for an hour. You just kind of freeze yourself for three minutes and, and have the same recovery effects. So that might be a good partner. I was just thinking out loud. 
so you've been in franchising a long time. You've been in business a long time. You called yourself a franchise geek or business geek rather. Um, yes. What's a entrepreneurial flub that you've made where you actually learned from it that you could kind of share a lesson perhaps? That's a, it's always a tough question. As I was um, thinking through this, I thought back to, so I've been in health and fitness for 15, 16 years now in franchising for about 12 of those years. And um, before I got into franchising, before I really knew what franchising was all about, I worked for your classic entrepreneur. He was a physical therapist and personal trainer. He owned his own health club. This was early to mid 2000s. And this was before boutique fitness existed. Like, no, like that term didn't, wasn't used, but his, his health club and I, and I, he talked me into coming to work for him because I wasn't in the health and fitness world, but we were friends and we ended up having a great little business partnership relation, working relationship because he was that classic entrepreneur, always thinking big and like, what can I do? Let me change this. Let me change that. Let me tweak this. Let me tweak that. And I'm your classic systems operations guy. Like I like things by the book. And one of the reasons why I fell in love with franchising. So anyway, he is, we, we, it was, he had one location and it was, we are kicking butt in that location. And it was just ironic. I'll, I'll tell you other stories about that later because there's a lot of similarities between what I'm doing now. But one of the things we tried to do at some point towards, uh, you know, it was a couple of years into me working there. We tried to open up a second location. <laughs> the classic, like, oh, we're doing so good here. Of course it's going to work over here. And it was a totally different community, about 20, 30, 20 25 minutes away, uh, different environment, different community that we were not a part of, that the owner and his business relationships and his network were not a part of. And we're like, oh, well, you know, this is, this is a no-brainer. And, and basically what he was doing was, you know, some type of treatment and training. Um, so he was a physical therapist by education. and He would do, you know, some hands-on physical therapy work, but then also train people. And we would train athletes and train sports teams and things like that. And, and it, and it didn't, it didn't work anything like we thought it would. Um, it was just one of those. And it was probably, uh, how long were we there? It was a three to four month window that we tried to make it work. And, you know, not that this is a huge amount of money, but at the time it was for him and for his business, you know, probably lost a good $50,000 on this venture it was, uh, we went into an existing location, uh, big hockey arena, and we were providing sports training for teams, and it just, it didn't take off. So what did we learn from that? We didn't have solid systems in place in, in, in location number one that we were trying to replicate in number two was number one. And, and the second thing we learned is that just because it's working what you're doing and it's working over here, it doesn't mean it's going to automatically work in some different environment. And so it was, it was an interesting learning experience for me. And actually, soon after that is when I had the opportunity to move into uh, an opportunity with a franchise concept in the, air, in, in the Boston area. So that's a whole other, those are whole other stories, but yeah, it, it was a I tough mean, one. It, you know, you always learn from, from those mistakes. They're costly. I get it. But there's nothing more valuable than the school of hard knocks. That's, you know, you could read all you want about it in books, but until you actually do it and get in right. that, get in the trenches, I mean, I, I just, I'd rather be, you know, 
on the field, in the arena, and not in the stands. It's just so much more exciting. It hurts a lot more, too, when you get hit. But it's yes. still <laughs> – I'd rather, I'd rather be uh, on the mat than uh, in the stands. Um, is there a, a, a book or a hack or some, you know, some kind of business hack or app that you use to help your success on a daily basis? Um, I don't have a, um, I don't have an app, uh, necessarily. One of the, uh, the first thing that popped into my mind as a, when I think about success on a daily basis, I, I am a business book nerd. I do, I read a ton of business books. And one of the things that I the original title of this book was called Mastering the Rockefeller Habits by Vern Harnish. Awesome book. It, he came out with a version 2.0 book, which he renamed Scaling Up. So really, really cool book for any kind of entrepreneur or business owner um, because it teaches you how to put systems in place so that you can not do everything yourself, but, but effectively um, delegate and hold accountable. And so one of the things that I've taken from that book and that I've implemented in a couple of the different businesses that I've worked for is uh, meeting rhythms, he calls them. And meeting rhythms is just having some kind of regular daily weekly and monthly meeting that you have in place locked in on the calendar with your team. And the idea of these meeting rhythms is that you run through your different performance metrics that you're, that are important to the business that you want to hold your team accountable to. And so this is something I teach on in, in our franchise training. I teach our franchise owners the, the power of this and the importance of this. And we have laid out like, what does a daily check-in look like with your general manager? What does a weekly team meeting look like with your GM and your sales associates and your lead flexologist? And then what does a monthly meeting look like, a monthly team meeting with your whole team? How do you pull that off? And the way I try to live that out is with my own corporate support staff here, I do the same things. I have a daily stand-up huddle with my team every morning. It's you know five to seven minutes and everyone goes around the room and gives a positive focus. What are you working on today? Are you stuck anywhere? Um, that helps me figure out like what's what's going on in their world and can I help them and make sure that the, the franchise overall is moving forward. We have a every Monday at noon we have our team meeting. My whole team gets together for an hour and we run through our perform key performance metrics, make sure the franchise is moving in the right direction. And then monthly we recap like how, hey, how did we do last month? Hey, good job, Joe. Good job, Sally. You know, give people rec- recognition. And then the upcoming month, hey, here's the goal for this upcoming month. So I've, as a, you call it a hack, you could call it a, I don't know, what do you want to call it? But every, I started doing that like a good 10 years ago and, and it's helped me tremendously because I, when you're trying to scale a business, depending on who the listener is and what they want to accomplish in life, if you're trying to scale a business, more often than not, you can't do it yourself. You have to rely on other people. And in order to scale, when you're talking about franchising, cool part, cool part about franchising is it gives you the opportunity to scale at a much larger level. You know, some of our franchise partners have 10 stretch lab territories and our, our biggest one so far, it's a short window of time, but he has five open already. Wow. Uh, he can't, and they're in different states as well. So he like talk about a challenge, um, but also the, the benefits of franchising is that it's all about systems. And when you, when you follow the systems, as well as when you have the right people in place, you're going to have success. And so it's that challenge of every day an owner of a business has that challenge of, I have to manage people. 
And some people are good at it, some people are not. One of the common denominators that I've found over the years is that if you put some kind of regular meeting rhythms in place, it's going to give you a higher chance of success of building good relationships with your employees, making sure that they know what the report card is and what they're being graded on. And so then it makes um, coaching conversations that much easier as well. Uh, Because we don't want to, like, we want to hire people and hold on to them for a long time. So you want to be able to coach them effectively um, and know where their strengths are and where their weaknesses are. Um, So this gives you as as a business owner or any kind of leader, if you're any kind of leadership position, this has been tremendously helpful for me to just have my finger on the pulse. For sure. No matter what. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it also makes Stretch Lab a great place to work. So definitely interesting. So Lou, what is one myth about franchising that you would like to bust right here, right now? This is a great question. One of the things that I think is a myth about franchising is that anyone can be a franchisee. (laughs) Like, hey, it's systems, right? And so I think oftentimes from the franchisor side, franchisors are selling the dream to anyone and everyone. Right. And it's and it's like, hey, it's just a system. It's a, you follow the marketing systems, the sales systems, and the operational systems. You're going to be fine. You're going to do well. That's not true. That that's absolutely not true. And nope. so, um, one of the things that I learned in my last franchise, and that we carry on also in all the exponential brands, is this idea of awarding a franchise, and we take that seriously, and we use that that term that we award you a franchise, but not right away. Obviously, we're, we're concerned about a couple things. We wanna make sure, and this is my, my spiel before every discovery day as people come out and are investigating Stretch Lab. Um, it's important for us that we find the right fit, that you find the right fit and we find the right fit. And Absolutely. then if that's the case, we're gonna, be, we're gonna be partners. So what are we looking for? What makes a great Stretch Lab franchisee? Um, one is you have to be passionate about the brand. So no matter what concept you're looking at, if you're not passionate about it, you may not be successful or it may be a short run because you are starting your own business and that's hard work. And so if you're, if you're not passionate about it, you know, we're going to question that. So are you passionate about Stretch Lab in particular? Do you follow or can you follow systems? So that's a big part of franchising. And we know that not everyone is wired to be a franchisee to come in and say, hey, Lou and team at Stretch Lab, I'm going to take all these systems that you've already invested a ton of money in and a ton of time in to prove out. And I'm just going to follow them without even questioning. We're not yeah. saying don't, don't question, but when we say, hey, this is best practice, we need you to go execute. And la- the last thing I, I tell people before Discover Day bef- and before we award a franchise is that you need to be a leader in your own organization. And that's an important piece of the puzzle because I can't run your business for you. No one on my team can come in and run your business for you. So when you can be, and the, and the first and last go hand in hand, being passionate about whatever you're going to invest in and being a leader, those two go hand in hand. And so we take that seriously. We regularly disqualify candidates that come to Discovery Days. And we don't do that willy-nilly. We don't do that without a lot of care and, and being really careful about why. And the cool part about it is that, like, I get my, it's not just like, oh, 
I don't like Tom because he has too many tattoos. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to award him a franchise. I actually go to the team. My team sits around after discovery day and we talk about each of the candidates that, that came to discovery day. And you know, if, if there's a couple question marks, we ask the team like, all right, we're going to vote. Like you guys are the ones like after I award a franchise, like that person gets passed on to the team, whether it's, you know, real estate, um, construction management, marketing, sales, education, training, recruitment, all these members of the, of the team have to support and work with this potential franchise partner on a daily basis, potentially. Is that someone that you think is going to be a good fit? Is it someone that you think you can work with on a regular basis? Right. Uh, so uh, we take that seriously because that's how you're going to grow to be a successful franchise system. Right. The quality of your franchise partners. Yeah, there's no question about it. So if I get the Stretch Lab logo tattooed on me, do I automatically get approved? <laughs> Only you, Tom. Only you. <laughs> so I really appreciate your time, Lou. This is really informative. You know, I think a lot of people don't understand stretching, let alone boutique fitness. But I think the stretch thing is like number one with a bullet, in my opinion. You know, I, I'm going to be joining the, the, the uh, Woodbury location stretching is so important in your life. So how could people get in touch with you if they have questions about stretch lab? Yeah. Um, our website obviously is the easiest way to uh, find out more information. That is stretchlab.com. Super easy. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, my email is super easy, Lou, L-O-U at stretchlab.com. Cool. And I'm going to have all that information on the franchiseacademy.com. So anything that you want to know about, Exponential Fitness or Lou or Stretch or anything else, uh, feel free to visit the franchiseacademy.com. We'll have information up there. Lou, want to um, thank you so much for everything that you're doing with Exponential and Stretch. And uh, it's definitely just awesome knowing you. And uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you, Tom. I think it's awesome what you're doing with the Franchise Academy. Just keep educating people about the benefits of franchising and you're doing an awesome job. Thanks. Well, thank you, sir. We will talk to you soon. I might be out in Irvine before you're out on uh, Long Island, so we'll catch you on California time. Awesome. Thanks, Lou. Have a great one. All right, you too. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.